Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I am your host, Robert Brining, joined by my co-hosts, Jeremy Dunn and Jack McEnroe. Good evening, gentlemen. Howdy. Hey. How are you all doing today? I'm doing Jack, great. For, yeah, because you had a busy day to day, day to day, day to day. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody can't talk. <laughs> oh, God. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, I've been so many drag queens for four days, so. Oh, imagine. It's just wigs and glitter and press-on nails everywhere. <laughs> so do, do, do you want to do you want to inform everybody what you're talking about, Jack? I'm working on a new show um called The Queens of Drag NYC and it's just a reality show about like the the girls of the moment really, like the top. Well, we we'll have to right now there's 11. We'll probably end up having to uh, break it down to about six and then two or three kind of, you know, six main characters and two or three sort of secondary characters. So, um, yeah, and we're shooting the pilot, We and tomorrow's our last day, and then we're going to edit. The edit's going to take a, at least a couple months, and then then we're just going to pitch it and see what happens. But it's it's actually, I have to say, it's amazing, like, it's amazing. I can't really talk about some of the techniques and stuff we've been doing, but like just their stories and it's really amazing. And they're all really talented in their own way, and it's an art form. So it's it's been fun. It's been really tiring because it's been like you know 14-hour days of nonstop crazy tranny hotness. But um, <laughs> but it's, it'll be good. The final product should be amazing. Good. I'm excited. Congratulations oh, on that. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm still getting my mind wrapped around the tranny hotness. I know, right? Oh, and then the last weekend I missed the show. I was in San Francisco at the speaking of tranny hotness. Is I was um, at U.S. at the U.S. AIDS conference, um, U.S. Conference on AIDS, I guess is the appropriate name. And um, so it ended on Halloween, and that was, was that Sunday night when your show was. I don't remember why I couldn't do the show, but I was in the middle of something. And then, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the next day, I think. And then, um, but I, so I went out that night in the Castro with Angina and she, and she wore, um, a 19, I don't even know where she got this monstrosity, but it was a 1980s wedding dress, which it was like a, like imagine (laughs) Princess Diana's dress, but made out of acetate. It was like really cheap, and so and then she and then I cut the front for her, so the front was like an ice skating outfit, and then she and the back she kept the long train, which is literally like twenty feet long. So she'd go screaming down the Castro with this long, huge train flowing. It was hilarious. I actually think she has that on Facebook, doesn't she? As her as her uh, her picture. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it was really cool. Again, okay, tranny hotness and acetate. Did those two <laughs> yeah. go together? <laughs> I think she was literally hot in that. And, like, and, you and know. Can, I, can I tell you something, Jack? It, it it wasn't until Project Runway that I understood what or knew what acetate was. Oh, really? I, I just have to tell you. Yeah, after watching Project, I now know what acetate is. Yeah, and it's, it's crap. not something it's, I want. It's, it's crap fabric, yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's it's funny. Well, speaking speaking <laughs> of Angina, actually, Angina is going to be uh, on the show. I just scheduled her to come on on December 6th. So oh, she'll cool. Be on the show with us. Um, yeah, she's going to come on and talk about the project that uh, she worked with the logo on, the HIV and Me project, and, um, you know, what she did for World AIDS Day and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, and... And we had an awesome panel at the USCA. Um, 
USAC. Yes, I can't even remember. I can't always get to see in the AMEX stuff, but at the AIDS conference. Um, yeah, it was, I, I was like, uh, we had a talk show we called the Living Positive by Design talk show, and it was Cleve Jones, um, Shirley Ralph, uh, when, who's one of the original Dream Girls, um, Angina, and then uh, D- uh, Dr. Cavaldini, who's been treating uh, AIDS, HIV and AIDS patients since 1983. So it was just really interesting. Like, they all had very different perspectives and very different ways of delivering their information, and it was, it was really a great session. So it was fun. I love Angina. She's hilarious. <laughs> Actually, someone was dressed her uh, in the Castro for Halloween. So, so she she creeped up behind her. I'm like, that girl's dressed as you. And she went up. She's like, hi. And the girl, the guy dressed as Angina, like crapped his pants. It was so funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so oh, that's grand. That's brilliant. So Jeremy, how's your ankle doing? Oh, my ankle is doing much better. Thanks for asking. Um, you sprained it, Jack. Oh. Jack, you didn't hear the story, did you? <laughs> no, please do tell. Okay, I'm going to repeat it for everybody who hasn't heard the story. But um, on Halloween night, Mark and I decided to go to a, a, a party, and it was at this dive bar called The Milestone. And um, you know those party buses that take drunk people to other parties and then get them even more drunk and then take them to another party? Right. right. Well, one of the party buses decided to let out a whole group of, um, like, frat boys. Now, mind you, I normally don't complain about frat boys, okay? Because they're actually kind of fun to get drunk and then have fun with later. Um, but uh, in, in this instance, they get out, and a couple of them had girlfriends and things like that. And it was about 1130 at night, and then I'm sitting there, I'm dancing, and I got my beer, and this drunk frat boy decides to, well, pick me out of the whole group that was there, um, turns around, sees me, and goes, you mother effer, picks me up, shoves me backwards, and slams me onto the floor, and then I landed on my ankle and twisted. He thought I was hitting on his girlfriend. What? Yeah, yeah, picture me, Jeremy, hitting I... on people's girlfriends. Oh, my God, I know you're <laughs> such a whore. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you know, I'm like, oh, my God. So I have been on crutches and a cane for the last week. Um, <laughs> I hope you're suing. Um, I have nobody to sue. <laughs> oh. They, they, nobody called the police. They got him out faster than you could say hello. Um, and it, it's just, it, ugh, it's been That rough. sucks. It that sucks, been. but it's funny. There's a great story out of the whole thing, you know. It's like, good God. Well, um, just moving along, I do have our guest on the line, so I want to bring him on and tell you all a little bit about him. His name is Jason Evans, and he is a musician and a volunteer, and he has been working in HIV field since 2002. He is um, affected by the disease, and um, he currently has a project called HIV USA, which is a nationwide uh, creative writing and video documentary project that explores stigma, disclosure, and HIV status with people living with HIV and AIDS. So he's going to come on and talk about that. Um, so please, everyone, welcome Jason Evans to the show. Jason, welcome. Wow, am I on? You're on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Got the, thing I, got a, I got a stream going in my phone and a stream going on the computer. And Well, just lower your speakers in the computer so we don't get an echo. Oh, that's off. It's off already. But I do got a picture of you up so I can see, you know, who I'm talking to. (laughs) (laughs) And where did you get the picture? Uh, I got it from Facebook, Pazang. Oh, okay, good. Go there for all your uh, information and needs. Wonderful, wonderful, because, you know, there's some pictures of us floating around that we probably don't want to get out. Oh, yeah. Speak for yourself, Jeremy. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't oh, geez. Know. So, so Jason, um, tell us a little bit about um, how you got involved in, um, you know, the AIDS field, and then go into the project a little bit. We're going to rotate questions just so you know, because you're on with three of us. So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so go ahead and tell us a little bit how you got involved with that. All right. Uh, with, with with HIV in, uh, in general, um, 
I was a uh, Peace Corps volunteer in Lesotho, Southern Africa, which is a tiny uh, country. It's a landlocked country in South Africa, um, about the size of Maryland. Um, and uh, so I went there in 2001, and uh, I went to do uh, environmental education. And uh, so part of my job was doing beekeeping, and I got hooked up with an expa expatriate who was doing a beekeeping project, uh, sustainable uh, income, uh, environmental ed stuff, uh, and I was doing beekeeping. And uh, part of the uh, project, uh, obviously, as you could probably think of, uh, Lesotho, I guess, is about 30% um, HIV positive, and so you know a lot of that went to them. Uh, to the people there doing doing the beekeeping thing. Um, and then so, as you could imagine, bees do most of the work, so I had a lot of time on my hands, and so I taught uh, environmental ed, English, things like that at uh, one of the local schools uh, near my community that I lived in. And uh, I just kind of, you know, saw what happened without medication, you know. And so... I eventually got back to the States, uh, I'm originally from Michigan, and so I got hooked up with an organization when I came back, and uh, it was in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which is a, you know, real city, uh, you know, there's a Bob Dylan song about Kalamazoo, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I did uh, prevention uh, work, we would go into bars and uh, things like that and do testing, um, using the oral sure test, um, wasn't too long after that, I moved to Rhode Island, and I was a HIV case manager for uh, well, about three, uh, maybe three years, almost four years. Uh, moved to New York City and uh, fell in love with the place, and um, was a HIV health education person in a uh, clinic in New York uh, for the past two years, and now. Uh, I'm in Virginia. Um, I just moved to uh, Northern Virginia, and um, working on my project. And um, hopefully, knock on wood, <coughs> we'll uh, begin a master's program in the spring, uh, master's in public health. So hopefully, that will uh, allow me to continue doing my project and do a little bit of research on it. Great. So. So as I, I've read your bio, this is Jeremy, by the way. I've read the bio, and I want to know why HIV. Well, I've been in the field for almost ten years, and uh, specifically, I mean, that's what I know, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, I've been in the field so long, and I, I've seen it, you know, day after day, people that I interact with, and they're. You know, they'll, they'll be like, I can tell this person and I can't tell this person. And, you know, there's like, there's there's something wrong with that, I think. I mean, I mean, maybe wrong is judgmental. I mean, you know, it's not like, you know, if I had cancer or something, it's, you know, I wouldn't tell, you know, the dude at the grocery store and say I got cancer. But, you know, I think HIV being the pandemic that it is, it, people should be okay with being, you know, hey, I got this thing, and and people are living with it, you know. People are living long, healthy lives um, with it, with HIV, and, you know, if it, if it comes up in a conversation, I, I think it's so mind-opening to if you're able to have a conversation with someone and, and they're like, you know, they're talking HIV, you know, what, what, and, just be, and, and then be like, you know, hey, I have HIV, and it can open up and create that dialogue that a lot of people um, need because there there are a, a lot of misconceptions and obviously stigma, which is uh, part of the, the that this project uh, addresses. Now, this is Jack. Uh, how are you today? Tonight? I'm good, Jack. <laughs> so you're HIV negative, though, correct? I am HIV negative. And, so you know, do you think people make assumptions about you because you work in the field of HIV? Like, have you run into that? I, I have, yeah. I, and and I'm married, too. So there's two um, 
you know, I, I'm like reverse stigmatized, I guess, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so people, I guess, always assume also that that you're gay because you're in that field too. So that's kind of what you meant by saying that you were married as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So so it's always good not to assume, um, as you know, here growing up. The the project itself, you started it in New York, right? I did, yeah. And um, basically, tell us a little bit about the project and and how you're, you know, what you're doing when you go to these cities. All right. So when I started in New York, I was working uh, and at a agency at a at a health clinic, and <clears throat> I'll try to do the short version. Um, I want I I I, uh, I did some gift wrapping at a Barnes and Noble. And uh, you know, had some cash on hand, and I, I was saving that to do a project. And I have a, a, not just an interest, but a, a lot of background in, in doing film and television and stuff. And to me, reading a lot of things online, um, and you know, a lot of research, things like that, uh, it seems that that's kind of like the way that things have been going because we we kind of live in this culture where we need things so fast, you know, and, you know, the Facebook Twittering type thing comes to mind. And, uh, you know, I wanted to do something that was video because it not only, it's not only, um, you know, voice, it's video, uh, put the face to things, and it's a way for people to really express themselves, you know, in a way that, that it can also reach out to, you know, across everywhere. Um, and so I, I started doing this project in New York. And uh, it started out as a just as a writing project, and then having these interests doing the video, I was thinking to myself, well, why can't we, you know, do some kind of like voiceover type thing? And kind of the auteur that I am, I wanted to do something in Super 8, and uh, I had a, a gentleman come up to me and say, you know, hey, why don't you do it in HD, you know, and. And I'm like, okay, if you want to help out and do it, go ahead. And so it turns out um, we started in about, it was, it was around January 1st, maybe a couple weeks after that. And the writing project in New York went for um, 17, 16 weeks, I think, just once a week. And um, what we got from that, uh, we had about, 20 people participate, and what we got from the video of that uh, were uh, four individuals HIV positive. Um, one person had no interest in uh, disclosing her face to you know the world, and so we worked around that, you know, using I guess selective camera techniques, and um, you know I think we we come up with just a really brilliant video that. Um, these folks uh, wrote about um, their topics, which uh, were different every week. We we talked about different topics, and um, you know the the video that uh, I think it's on Current TV right now. Uh, I could bring up the address, or uh, you can I can email it to you or something. But um, the things that they talked about were just so uh, to me. It's just mind it's just opening, opening, you know, you know the, th the things that things people, that people talk, talk, well, well, I'm sorry, I got a really, got a really bad echo, echo here. here. We're late. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry, <laughs> it's difficult to talk over that echo. It's gone now. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, things, the things that folks talked about just kind of blew me away, you know. It was so deep and so emotional, and, you know, I wanted to take that and, you know, put a spin on it because the things that, you know, we see about HIV is, you know, someone laying in a bed, you know, and and they're dying. And, um, you know, I didn't want that because people, you know, they're not dying with the disease. They're living with it, you know. And so, um, you know, that's, I think, what we uh, captured in, in the, the HIV NYC video. Okay. Cool. So I, I think that's I think that's pretty cool. Um, so, you've you're doing this project. What do you expect? Um, what what do you hope that's going to come out of it? 
Um, it's kind, it's kind of a you know work in progress, and uh, I, I do some painting, and sometimes my paintings they just kind of uh, happen over the creation period, you know. And with this project, uh, it started out as something that we could just do with the group that I was working with, you know, and and they would get copies and they could, uh, I mean, some of the shots are just um, that the, uh, the DP that I worked with, you know, just really beautiful shots and, you know, it's just something that they could take home, kind of like, a, you know, a movie photo book, you know, and if they ever wanted to uh, disclose to somebody, they could say, hey, you want to watch a video? And people love to see themselves, you know, on TV and stuff. They just pop in the video and have a discussion with somebody. And since then, um, it's it's turned into, as, again, a work in progress. But some of that is uh, that agencies that I hope to work with can use the video project in their waiting rooms. And, uh, well, I'm sure we'll probably get into it in a minute, but uh, I just did the uh, a project in Rhode Island, HIV, RI. And... Uh, they they've used it as or they're going to be using it as a fundraising activity, um, waiting room type stuff, uh, posting online that uh, agencies can do, um, and kind of the goal of that is for uh, obvious I think education prevention um, and and to reach their community that they work in. That's actually cool. I think that um, the concept, I never really thought of that before, a concept of using a video to, like, do your talk, like, talking for you. Because I think, you know, because of the stigma, a lot of people don't have the courage to have that. It's a difficult conversation for a lot of people to, you know, disclose their HIV status. And you can do it on camera in private and then say, like, watch this video. <laughs> so, no, I think that's yeah. kind of inter that's an interesting take on it. And I mean, it's a you know the degree of comfort comfortability that, that people have, you know, if, if they're you know able to do that. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's wrong that I agree with you, but uh, I mean that's part of the the idea of the project as well. Well, I don't think I mean you know I it would be great if there were no stigma and everyone could just say oh yes I'm HIV positive and it wouldn't have any sort of moral judgment to it. But we're not there yet, so I mean any outlet that people can have to start that conversation or disclose their, whatever makes someone feel comfortable doing it. I mean, that's, that's, that's going I, in the right direction. I think the more that it's, it's the more that that takes place, kind of the more acceptable society, um, you know, makes it. Yeah. Well, it's like anything. I mean, and you're straight, so you don't, I mean, I'm sure you understand this, but it doesn't really apply to you, but it's the same thing with, you know, being gay. You know, 20 years ago, it was very taboo, and no one talked about it, and it was shameful, and, you know, we're not 100% there yet either, but, you know, people see, see more gay people in the media, people see more gay people in their daily lives, everyone knows gay people now, so it's it's much more normalized. So I think, you know, that's the, the more attention we give to it, and that's why we do the show, um, you know, the more normalized and people become knowledgeable about it, so it's not the stigma is always decreasing. And I think stigma comes with not having an outlet, you know, just in the same vein, it, you know, like the radio show. Like, I, I think that's awesome that you guys are doing this, Pause AM. If, you know, more people listen, more people call in, you know, the more people that, that you reach, you know, you're able to offer uh, information, uh, access to air, wherever somebody is. You know, the the more that that people are, you know, going to be, I don't know what the word is, welcomed or, you know, whatever. Right, Jason. One of the things that I know that you were looking for, since this is a new project, you are looking for um, people to share their story and and ASOs or aid service organizations to kind of. Um, connect with you during this project, how can people reach you? Uh, people can reach involved. me on the, on the website, hiv-usa.com. Uh, the uh, email address is jasonwilderevans at hotmail. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, looking to reach out to uh, – I mean, I've been targeting uh, ASOs. Um, 
but um, I think it was uh, – is this Robert? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think you told me about there's a uh, like an organization of cowboys out west somewhere, and you know to me that's like the um, you know just a, like a a beautiful thing to you know see people riding horses and visually I mean that, that would be just so stunning you know so it's not necessarily just ASOs um, you know there's there's camping um, organizations and things like that. Um, and the, the project itself, uh, just to clarify, takes place uh, in every state. And each uh, there's facts that pop up. Each facts that pop up is uh, state specific. Um, just to kind of clear that, clarify that. But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking for uh, other ASOs uh, organizations who are um, who want to find out more information and be um, collaborators on this project. Uh, I have had some uh, people interested in participating, and you know that's where it gets a little um, a, a little difficult, I guess, is that I can't work with just like one participant. I have to work with uh, the project is best in like working place and uh, like t- with ten uh, participants. Uh, from that, we take uh, four or five uh, videos and uh, four or five people to participate in the video. Um, and obviously working with an agency, uh, a, a participant, somebody interested could go to uh, whoever their um, like director of client services or something like that and say, hey, you know, hey, I heard about this guy who's doing this project. I'd really like to be involved. You know, can you contact him? So this is Jeremy. How you know with um, because something is something that's you know popping into my head as, as we're talking about all of this is the the issue with funding and the issue with um, many many ASOs having to cut back. Um, is this something that you charge the ASO for, or is it something that they can get for free? Um, because I, I would, I would almost venture that something like this would be a little prohibitive for for some ASOs, especially the ASOs that are um, out in the rural, more rural areas that aren't in big city centers, um, <clears throat> or in 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 states with smaller budgets. Um, are are you reaching out to 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 everybody, or is there a charge for it? So how 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 does you know even though you say go and ask for it, do they have to pay for it? Uh, Jeremy, so you hit the answer, or <laughs> <laughs> you hit the ten penny, uh, you know, right with the head of the hammer. Um, you know, I've been looking at incorporating as a nonprofit. I've been looking at grants. Uh, a lot of places, um, you know. Re- require that individuals aren't qualified or whatnot for, you know, whatever grant there is. Um, But, yeah, there is a charge. Um, The agency I worked with in Rhode Island, um, you know, had uh, funds available to do this type of project. Um, And one of the interesting things built into this project is that it's not just me, you know, coming to your town do this video project, this writing project, and, you know, that's it. The agency I work with uh, gets a minimum of 300 copies of this uh, DVD that's created, uh, which is about 6 to 15 minutes in length, which is just enough time uh, where the attention span's not going to be lost and where you're also going to get a lot of information uh, that's also going to be, you know, not just educational, but uh, and informative, but entertaining as well. I call it edutainment. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, so they're getting 300 copies. They can, you know, say they sell them at, at 10 bucks a pop. You know, that's three grand. Um, the project itself costs at a minimum five thousand to six thousand. Uh, ultimately, I guess depending on 
how many uh, copies that an agency is asking for. Um, and, you know, at the same time, too, I'm willing to work with an agency. Um, I'm in Virginia right now, so uh, I'm kind of on, you know, I'm on the East Coast. And so if there's a place that is close by, um, you know, that can, that could, I could work something out with whoever, you know, to, to cut that down. And the main goal for me is, is not making money. It's about getting people's stories out, getting their poetry out, getting, you know, getting that out for people, other people. So, you know, maybe they won't get infected with HIV. Um, you know, maybe they'll hear that and say, you know, that's, you know, that's great. I want to go volunteer at an organization, you know. Okay. I, I, I think, I, I think that's, that's really some good, some good, good stuff and good work that you're doing. Um, so I just want to say thank you for, for giving us a call. I think we've had, I mean, you, you've given us a lot of stuff to talk about and a lot of um, good insights on what you're doing, and I think that's, that's very, very clever, and I thank you very, very much for what you're doing. And good um, luck. Good, good luck. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was just looking at your website while we're chatting, and, I mean, you, you obviously need participants on both sides as people in the videos and people that, like, you know, get the project going and everything. So, you know, it's, it's your voice needs to be heard, so good luck. Thank you so much. Is that Jack? Is that Jack? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Thanks, man. Uh-huh. So, so again, you have yourself a great night. All right. Thanks. You guys, too. Okay, bye. Thanks so much. And remember, folks, you can find more information on our guest, Jason Evans, and his project, HIV-USA.com. So, Jeremy, what do we got cooking in the news? Anything exciting? Oh, gosh. Do we have stuff in the news? There's, it's been a huge couple of weeks. Um, Wait a minute. Before you do that, let me just yeah. also remind people um, that they can call in to the show. I'm sorry, Jeremy. I just want people to know that they can call into the show right now and speak with us now at 347-215-9442. Sorry. <laughs> sure. Get me started. Jeremy, what do you think? But before you tell us what you think, let me talk for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it would work so much better on TV, you know? <laughs> We can see each other, and I can pretend that I'm Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's the view. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, yeah. So just, I, I was so confused. Um, oh, my Lord. <laughs> no, there's, uh, this has been a, a busy couple of weeks, I think, in the world of HIV. Um, as everybody knows, the HIV ban has been lifted. Um, I know. The travel ban, that's huge. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that went into effect on Monday. So, and um, the Ryan White Act, of course, has been extended for another four years. So that's all good stuff. A um, couple of other things that, that are interesting is that there is a story out about how they're using, um, and it's, uh, I think they're out in Sweden or something. Sure. Um, I don't remember where they're, <laughs> they're at. Ikea. They're at Ikea. They're at Ikea. Um, oh, who are these people? Uh, oh, well, any, it, it, I'll, I'll, I'll get it in a minute. Anywho. But, oh, Yale. They're at Yale. <laughs> yeah, Very they're, similar to Sweden. <laughs> they are, yes. <laughs> oh, God, I'm losing my mind. Um, but they are. It, it, there's a study that's been conducted by some Yale researchers that are using. Um, they're reprogramming HIV cells to attack prostate cancer. Oh my God, that's so amazing! Yeah, it's it, it, it's pretty cool. They're um, they're they're trying to trick it into for um, fighting. Or actually, they're I'm sorry, they're they're trying that. And they're also trying to trick human immune system cells into fighting both HIV and prostate cancer. So they're trying to um, do a couple of things all at the same time. It's very interesting, and it's way too complex for me to get into, and, and I'd bore people. But that, that was kind of cool. Um, one of the other a sad bit of news is that um, Tennessee's assistance program has a waiting list for the first time ever since it started in the 1990s. Oh. So 
there's people in Tennessee waiting for waiting for treatment. Um, gosh, I mean, uh, oh, another one. Uh, for this is actually from the New York Post. Um, American Express um, is being sued, I believe, for a um, for firing an executive who turned out to be HIV positive. And the executive claims that they fired him for being HIV positive. So there's 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 some interesting stuff going on in the news, and, and I don't want to bore people you know too long with it, but there's there's a lot going on. Um, so the whole Amex HIV firing thing is is bad, very bad. Well, yeah, you, I mean you know you don't know. I always like to play devil's advocate and say. Let's hope that it's not true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, but if it is, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> well, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's just, it's disgusting is what it is. Um, that here we are in 2009 and we're still, like, firing people for being HIV positive. You know, there's also a story that I read on Twitter that uh, – a new gene therapy hot toys rare brain disease where they used um HIV to treat this person's brain disease. Yeah, the um Lorenzo's oil. Oh, that disease? disease. Yeah, yeah, and I can't Wouldn't it be kind of ironic if HIV ended up being like a cure all? <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I'm like, and all that time we were just dying. Darn it. And it cures prostate cancer. Who knew? <laughs> exactly. Who knew? Who knew about that? <laughs> Those crazy Yale Swedenites. <laughs> you go to Yale, much. you pick up a bed. You know? Come on. <laughs> God. Yale, you know, Sweden. You know, I don't know. It's all the same to me. <laughs> One of the other things I wanted to mention is that tomorrow they will be releasing the new um, HIV and Me video on Logo's website. And people can go to LogoOnline.com and view that. Right now they have Angina, um, who had her video posted last week, and then they're going to post a new one this week, and then next Monday will be my video. So oh, cool. uh, it'll be something to look forward to. <laughs> can you talk about it at all, like what you did during it, or is it supposed to be all yeah, it was Yeah, it was just basically a little bit of a sit-down interview and share some you know, details of being diagnosed and things have like you that. Seen the final? Have you seen the final edit yet? No, I won't see anything until they put it up. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Well, it probably well, won't I'm be excited. done until three minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I snuck over there to see if they put the new one up because I put I put it on Pause I Am. Angina's video is there now, so I wanted to put the new one up, but I thought maybe they would sneak it up on Sunday night, and they haven't put it up yet. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, upsetting. All right. Anyone out there would like to call in real quick? Uh, we still have about 20 minutes left. You can give us a call at 347-215-9442, and you can join us live in the chat room at blogtalkradio backslash pauseiam. Well, let, let, let's talk a little bit about our guest and about the, th- the about this project that he's doing. You know, I thought um, it was very interesting. I, I think it was. I think it's interesting too. Um, and, and one question that I didn't get to ask him was, you know, how, how does this differ from people putting stuff out for free on their websites, doing the same thing? Right. And, um, you know, it, so I, I guess I, I, I wish him all the luck, you know, absolutely. I, w- I wish him nothing but good luck and good fortune. Um, and I think Jason's still listening. And yeah, I think the old – what? Go ahead. Oh, and I, I think one of the one of the m- bigger concerns is is the funding issues. Yeah, you know, um, because just this past couple of weeks, um, the very first AIDS uh, service organi- organization here in Charlotte, it's called Metrolina AIDS Project, closed their doors. Well, um, I have to I have to tell you, I have. I mean, part of the program I do, Living Positive by Design, I we go to every city that we go to, we meet with as many of the aid service organizations as we can. And I just remember well, last year was the first year that I did it, and you know there was still there was already a, a lot of closures this year in particular. I just recall going to 
New Orleans, and all of them were closed except for one. So there's one yeah. left. Yeah, there's uh, two bigger ones here in, in, in Charlotte. So um, we are in a state of emergency as far as HIV care goes. Right. You know, um, and, and I, I, I just, but Jason, I wish you nothing but luck because I think what you're doing is 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 incredible because not only is he going after AIDS being um, HIV negative himself, um, but also being a cute straight boy. You know, it's, it's kind of hard. <laughs> but... Um, Oh, he's not on the air to to, to defend himself. Um, <laughs> uh, well, well, hi, which is the only reason you're going at it now. Exactly, that's <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> but no, I, I think uh, you know he's he he doesn't have an easy road ahead of him, and I, I don't think anybody who gets into this um, into this field has it easy by any means. And I don't want to I don't want to say that, but right. You know, but I think it's just amazing that he, you know, he breaks the, the stereotypes and, and he's involved. And I just think it's a, it's, a, it's a great thing for somebody like him to get involved because a lot of people think that, you know, straight guys who are negative wouldn't be involved in any kind of AIDS activism at all. It just, right. You know what I mean? I, you just would never expect it. So it's a, well, and I think he opens, he opens the conversation to a whole new audience, really. I mean, that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't normally. I mean, I just. I don't. We obviously. I don't know him, but it depends how verbally he is about it. I'm sure, you know, unless he's hanging around like, you know, a ton of queens all the time. <laughs> but I'm imagining. I'm imagining his life is slightly different than mine. So. Um. <laughs> I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a record-winning swimmer. Jason, if you're still listening, are 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 you an award-winning swimmer? So oh, if so, then you've got it. I made all those medals myself and just wrote the article. Yeah, out of acetate. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, Jack, we talked about this last week, but you weren't on, and we didn't get a chance to actually congratulate you on air for being um, nominated in the top 25 in HIV Plus magazine. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I forgot yeah. about that. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And You're welcome. and and, the, and we got some good shout outs in there. Yeah, we did. I like congratulations. Right congratulations. To, yeah, congratulations to you as well. Thanks. Did you see the little the little uh, caricature they drew of me? Yeah, I thought it was funny. I'm like, I, I I mean, they're all cute, but I was like, what? I didn't really really kind of understand why they did that, like. I was like, why don't you just ask them to submit a photo? It was sort of odd because, like, you either illustrate everyone or, you know, it, was, it just was kind of weird. But um, well, was, Yeah, they asked me to send in a photo. They said, do you have, like, a professional photo this size, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I can, you know, send you a photo I have that are professional, but they're not that size. And they had to be, like, a certain kind of photo. And now that I look at it, I could have sent in a photo that was that big that they could have printed. You could or well, I could have not? I could have. Yeah, whatever. Um, even the cover, I thought the cover, the cover was weird, too. I was like, okay, well, they didn't spend very long photoshopping it. It's like me, and then, like, slap next to me is this transgendered woman, and then, like, the superhero. I mean, there was, like, no rhyme or reason. I'm like, uh, okay. But actually, coincidentally, I did an interview with uh, that guy who does Omen, the, um, yes. the Marvel, the, the com- well, I don't think it's a Marvel comic, but... He used to work for Marvel, and he now does this comic book about all HIV-positive guys. We should actually have him on the show. He's, um, he's an interesting character. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to contact him directly, but if you oh, I do. Me, that would be great. Yeah, and he, um, he, we, we did this interview for our video widget that's going to be on Living Positive by Design. LivingPositiveByDesign.com, and we actually have a few to go through. We're trying to get this one up, I think, by World AIDS Day. But um, uh, his artwork is ridiculous. Like, we we were looking at it. He was showing us all that we were filming, like, B-roll footage for it to, like, edit into the video. And he was laying it all out on the floor, and we were just panning the camera over it. And 
he's ridiculously talented. And, and I'm like a harsh critic when it comes to our work because <laughs> I can draw. So I'm like, you're, he's really, really, really good. So, yeah, I saw that, and I definitely wanted to, to get him on, actually. There was a couple people in that magazine. A lot of them were actually our, you know, members of the site, like Brian Livingston and Brandon, and, you know, people we've had on the show, like John Duran and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool to, to you know, for me, because I'm newly into the whole field, to be included in that, I was really taken back by the whole thing, so. I was excited for that. There it is, Robert but, um, Brining. It's hard to imagine that Philadelphian-born Robert <laughs> Brining, founder of the Pause I Am internet radio show and related website. There it is. Look at, oh, look at there we are. We're in print. Look at that. Co-hosted by fellow HIVers Jack McEnroth and Jeremy Dunn. I want you to know I got last billing, which means you'll remember my name first. <laughs> yeah, and um, you'll remember my face because mine's the only one that's in it. Yeah, you're the only face there. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, funny. Funny stuff. So, where's Jack? Oh, are, you, are you on here too? He's right next to it or above it. <laughs> well, no, oh, there he is down there, Jack McEnroth, and he takes up like half, this, half the page. Jack it's actually my boobs just take up half the page. <laughs> oh golly! Oh, but no, what a great! Both of you guys have these great write-ups. It's online. It's right there. There you are. I see you. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yeah, his artwork is pretty. It's awesome. Yeah, and that's not. I mean, the comic book stuff is one thing. But he has, like, these pen and ink, like, black and white illustrations of, like, potential characters, and it's really unbelievable. Like, I don't know his process that he goes through, if he just freehands it or he – but they're really quite incredible. Like, I mean, you know those people that can – like, you can tell he worked at Marvel. Like, he's really amazing. Yeah. Very oh, interesting. Excuse me. I'm, I'm burning. He lives by me. He lives up in Harlem, actually. Really? Yeah, he's like eight blocks from me. It was funny. Oh, are you in the Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the hood, honey. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'm right, across the, I'm right across the street from the project, girl. <laughs> awesome. I am. I'm no, no joke. They're right outside my window. You know, I, <laughs> I was going to make a, a snide New York comment that I'm married to one, so I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he, well, are you kidding? He was born in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, so. I don't know where that is. Oh, it's the hood of Brooklyn. Oh, um, Mark was. Yeah, Mark was, yeah. No, me, uh, I was born in California. Where oh, in California? Los Angeles. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, LA, La. Oh, my God. So, so next Sunday, next Sunday we're going to um, have um, – Rob Richard on from Philly AIDS Fund, uh, who you sat down with here, Jack, when you were in Philly for the walk. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's going to come on and uh, talk about his work, uh, you know, with, with the AIDS Fund and the AIDS Walk and the gay bingo that he does and all the good stuff that he does um, here in Philadelphia for people living with HIV and AIDS. And then uh, November 22nd, we're going to have Charles Tyson on, who is, uh, a Pazayan blogger. He's one of our new bloggers that we just added. And he lives right site. here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> I, I know Charles. So, which which was funny because it's we I did okay when I met Charles. Um, I volunteered with MAP, which is now closed. <laughs> um, what was it last year? Two years ago? I think it was two years ago um, at their D Up event, which was a huge ball here in Charlotte. I have never been in Charlotte and seen so many queens on a runway in all of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Not in Charlotte, North Carolina, anyway, but um, (laughs) it was like, holy smokes. (laughs) Oh, and believe me, Mark and I stuck out like sore thumbs. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, did we. 
<coughs> which uh, brings me to November 29th. We're going to have a show all on World AIDS Day, and we're going to talk about, you know, what the day represents. And then I want people to call in and share the events, you know, that are going on in their city so people can, you know, find something local. So if you guys can get your events in your areas and we can all talk about it and have people call in, um, give some somewhere for people to go on World AIDS Day, which is December 1st. Yeah, we're tra- yeah. Um, yeah, we're trying to um organize a a vigil candlelight um kind of I don't know if I want to call it a vigil or or you know just kind of bring a candle and stand out there and be counted is kind of what right. I want. You know. <laughs> right. But uh kind of a, a day of remembrance and a day of recognition is really what I want here in in North Carolina. So I'm trying to get everybody to come down to the the city um center um of trade and try on and stand on all the corners and and be recognized so if not being hiv positive but at least supporting those who are so that's what we're trying to do or i'm trying to do here and i digress again hey we have <laughs> what do you, you um are you guys doing anything in particular that you know of already on world aid day I am myself, uh, the Philly AIDS Fund always has an event that Rob runs, um, and they basically just have tables, and they have food there, and they give away free testing, and it's just a place to go and get information. And um, I usually go down and I set up a table there, and I hand out flyers or business cards promoting the website and the radio show. Oh, cool. Actually, now, Robert, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm correcting you, so... Correct me if I'm correcting you incorrectly. Um, I think it's AIDS Fund Philly, and, and they like to be called AIDS Fund Philly because I I had to do a video, and they were like, please don't say Philly AIDS Fund. It's AIDS Fund Philly, and I'm like, that's really hard to say. AIDS Fund Philly, like, but I'll make sure I correct that. Yeah, because I was like, well, can I say Philly AIDS Fund? It sounds way better, and they're like. No. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> no. I, I Mike, what are you doing on World AIDS Day? What? I said, Jack, what are you doing on World AIDS Day? Oh, um, I don't remember. Like, I have so much stuff between now and then that I... I don't know. I know I'm doing a couple things in the morning. I'm doing a couple, like, media interview things. Um, I really can't. I'd have to look at my calendar, and I'm already in my bed, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jack McEnroe is in bed. I am such an old golden girl. It is so sad. I'm like, ooh, it's 930. I better lie down. Like, <laughs> I'm such an old woman now. It's so depressing. So what time do you get up? Um, about seven. Uh, nine. To I seven. mean, I don't go to bed at nine thirty. Really, like I go to bed at a normal time. I go to bed at like eleven. But it's like, you know, it's like after after I had my dinner at six thirty, I'm real t- tuckered out by seven. Um. <laughs> and goes and gets the blue plate special and then lies down. Yeah, totally. I put on my middle and my house shoes and then I'm ready to watch my shows. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, you know what? Mark and I do the same thing. During the week, I am probably in bed by nine fifteen, nine thirty. I'm reading a book. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's. But then we're up at like five thirty or six. Ugh. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, it's hard. I'm telling you, real life is hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's like I'm 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 in hibernation mode because it gets dark here at like four. So yeah, it's so depressing. Yeah. I'm like, mm. yeah, when it gets darker earlier. Yeah, I put on my 15 pounds of fat already, oh. so I'm ready to um, go. Oh God, I've got more than that. Hey, hey, I, I've actually wanted to um, ask you guys a question because. And, and it just popped up because I was looking at my Facebook, and you know how you get those ads on the, yeah. uh, on the right side there? Well, one came up, and, and I clicked on it. It was about generic AIDS meds via the Internet. Really? Yes, yes. And um, because these are the same medicines, well, they claim – 
they claim they are the same um, medicine that they hand out to uh, like India and Africa and in, in places like that, but it's the generic brands. Of course, they're you know fractions of the cost, but um, it, it, what do you guys think about what do you think about gen- trying to get generics into the United States? Well, I think that would be amazing. I think that the drug companies would have a like a aneurysm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd want someone to do some sort of like news, you know, investigation on that mm-hmm. site and see if it's for real. Right. Call her. <laughs> yeah, she's my best friend now. Um, have you heard uh, anything about that? No. No, I didn't expect to. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know it got in front of the producers because I know two people that sent it to them, but whatever. I mean, Oprah does what Oprah wants, so <clears throat> I don't think she really likes to take criticism, so I can I can see why she didn't respond to me too well. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> um, but, no, that's, that's interesting. Um, I never really thought about that, about the generic drugs and how um, but that makes sense that they do just to be that kind of thing in Africa and whatnot. But um, I wonder what, I'm sure there's obviously laws, like, I mean, if you go on the internet, you can buy stuff that you can only get in Canada and you can send it to you, but I think it's actually technically all illegal. Yeah, Like, Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I just know that because I, I actually buy this weird deodorant that, um, this is probably too much information, but... Um, <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm a total, I slept really badly, and when I went on Project Runway, everyone was telling me that there's this antiperspirant called Drysol, and you can, it actually burns like a motherfucker, and um, you can't, uh, you only put it on three times a week, and then you don't wear deodorant, but you don't sweat anymore ever. Like, it's probably, like, if I were to ever have children, they'd probably have, like, slipper arms, but, um, <laughs> but you, it's a miracle. Like, I, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, but then you have to get in Canada, and they ship it here, and it's like, I'm pretty sure it's illegal, and I, I might be in jail any time for buying deodorant, but whatever. But it's called, it's called Drysol? D-R-I-S-O-L. It is, okay. it will change your life, and burn <laughs> off some of your skin, but also change your life. <laughs> but, but Jack, I suffer the same problem. Oh, okay, Lynn, no. I've tried everything. I've tried everything that anyone ever told me I had Botox under my arms. At all that crap. None of it works. This stuff try, is is amazing. Did you okay. guys try certain dry? Yeah, didn't work. Nope. Yeah, no, that doesn't work either. I've tried sure, I've tried the the prescription strength, you know. Dry saw, I'm telling dry you. Saw. And yeah, and Kevin uh, from my seasonal project runway was the same. He was a sweaty pig and he was like, Dude, he's the one who turned me on to it. That's how he talks. Dude. Um you gotta try dry ball. I'm like, okay, and it's I'm now like I should be I should be their spokesperson because it's a miracle. <laughs> well, that's good information because a lot of people deal with that. So I know my partner, you know, deals with it. When I have to get dressed up and wear a shirt and tie, I deal uh, with it too. You know, I yeah, want to wear a dark shirt so you can't see it. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. It, it's it's awful because I will you, sit there and right like right now I'm I'm like soaked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, can get it, it. I got, you can get it on Amazon. Like, um, just just put in the word D R I S O L on and, and Google it, and it'll. But yeah, it's amazing. It's not expensive or anything. It's like it's great. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, it's. I I I understand the problem. I get it. I mean, I have to send my suits out to be cleaned constantly because the jackets are soaked. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I put the link in the chat room for everyone. Uh, we're actually down to the last minute, guys, so, uh, you know, uh, I want to get everybody's website out there, remind everybody that they can visit um, our guest's website, Jason Evans. You can find him at www.hiv-usa.com. You can find more information on me and join the POSIM community at POSIM.com. Jack and Jeremy, you can give out your sites. Positivelyspeaking.com. <laughs> Mine is hot. TrannyHotness.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, 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 okay, I'm going to go there and see what happens. When I get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
can find more information on Jack at jackmackenroth.com. And, <laughs> and everybody oh, have a good night. You guys have a great night and talk hey, to you. Bye. Bye. Have a great week. <laughs>